1: The next U.S. presidential election is more than a year away, but the race to find the candidate for the Republican Party is heating up. Former President Donald Trump is the front-runner, but there are some other candidates who will be in the news, so we reckon they're worth knowing a bit more about. We'll get across that in this Squiz Shortcut, and we'll also outline what happens next to choose the major party's candidates for president in the election next year. Squiz Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Alex Tai. And I'm Claire Kimball. When the US presidential races roll around every four years, the Democrats and the Republicans have to select their candidates. And the process pits Republicans against Republicans and Democrats against Democrats.
2: And it's full tackle politics. The candidates do not go easy on their rivals just because they come from the same party and particularly when there's a huge prize at the end of it, potentially the White House. Uh, Then whoever wins the party's endorsement via state-by-state polls of voters that are registered with that party, uh, they go on to campaign for the general election where
1: all Americans eligible to vote elect the president. There is a bit of nuance for the Democrats this time around, and we will get to that later later. But the candidates on the Republican side have been jostling for months already, and we're now at the stage where it is debate season. And Claire, the first Republican debate happened last week. And let's just say it was a crowded field.
2: Yeah, so we're going to whip through some of the names. You've already mentioned Alex Donald Trump. Uh, He doesn't need much of an introduction. He's run for president twice already. He's won once. He lost the second time. This is the third time around. And Trump is also battling four
1: criminal cases and a string of civil cases It really is an unprecedented situation, so it's hard to predict politically how this will play out, because he could be called before the courts as the campaign unfolds. But Claire, at this point, Trump is so far ahead in the polls, so far ahead in fact that he didn't even bother to attend last week's debate. Someone who was at the debate, front and centre, is Ron DeSantis, who is running second in the race against Trump although it is a very distant second.
2: Yeah, that's according to the polls, and that's been a consistent result. Uh, We've done a squish shortcut on DeSantis already. He's the conservative governor of Florida, and he made a political brand for himself out of his opposition to COVID lockdowns uh, and also his attacks on what he calls the woke left. Uh, He was thought to be a real challenger to Trump, but his campaign hasn't really taken off. Also in the
1: race and polling even lower than DeSantis is Trump's former vice president, Mike Pence. Now, Pence is in an interesting position. He is running against his former boss.
2: And he served Trump very loyally right until the end of his presidency when he was asked to not certify the results of the 2020 election in Congress, which is part of his role as the vice president. Uh, And Pence refused to do that. So if you hear anything from Pence's campaign. His big message is that Trump tried to put himself above the American Constitution, but he did his duty and protected America.
1: So those are some of the names that squizzes might already know. But let's look at some others who cut through in the debate. The first is Vivek Ramaswamy. He is currently polling at around 10% of the vote.
2: Yeah, Ramaswamy really did make a name for himself out of that debate. Uh, He did sort of cut through to a degree that he hasn't before. Uh, He's a wealthy biotech executive. He's worth several hundred million dollars, and it means that he is self-funding his campaign. He's also a Hindu. His parents are from southern India, which makes him a bit of an anomaly when it comes to the Republican field. Most other candidates are Christian and white.
1: As for Ramaswamy's politics, he is a big, big fan of Donald Trump, to the point where one of his signature claims is that he will pardon Donald Trump of any criminal charges on day one of a Ramaswamy presidency.
2: Yeah, and he has called on other candidates to make the same commitment. Uh, It was a bit of a stunt at that debate and it certainly worked when it came to how that played out. Um, He's in third place when it comes to this race, according to the polls.
1: There's also Nikki Haley, the former governor of South Carolina, and she is the only woman running in the Republican field.
2: Yeah, she's another one who had a close relationship with Trump. He selected her as America's representative to the United Nations, and she had a pretty rough time. You might remember Trump wasn't a big fan of those big international forums, so Haley had to explain why America was pulling out of initiatives that they were very crucial to. Uh, Probably the other person Person to mention is Chris Christie. Uh, He's a former New Jersey governor. Uh, He's run for president before. He's
1: also worked for Trump in the past, and now he's one of his biggest critics. So those are some of the main people running in the Republican field, but there are 14 in total, way too many for us to get to here. Although, as we mentioned before, none of them are really making a dent in Trump's support. So next, let's talk about where the race goes from here and how the final candidate is confirmed.
0: Before we get into what might be in the news next week, a message from our podcast advertiser BHP. This week, they're keen to share with Squizzes how the resources they mine are key to the energy transition to renewable energy. Yeah, we often hear about the push towards renewable energy, but what doesn't get as much attention is the role resources play in making that transition possible. Take steel, for instance. It's a key material used in the construction of renewable energy infrastructure, as well as in bridges, transportation, hospitals, and schools, and a big part of it comes from iron ore. BHP says the importance of responsibly produced Australian iron ore is clear. And by that, they mean reducing the greenhouse gas emissions associated with iron ore production. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power their port facilities at Port Hedland. It's happening now at BHP, and if you want to learn more, visit bhp.com forward slash critical. You'll find that link in your episode notes.
1: Okay, so at this point in time, the Republican candidates are campaigning and jostling for support, and that is set to continue for a while.
2: Yep, there are two more big televised debates to come. There's one that's scheduled for the end of September, and the date for that third debate hasn't been locked in quite yet.
1: Right, and these debates are leading up to the actual vote in a process called the primaries, where voters in individual states pick their favourite candidates, and as is tradition... The first state to vote is Iowa.
2: Yeah, so that primary is on the 15th of January next year. That does seem like quite some time away, but time really flies, Alex, when you're having fun. And it is a bit of a political circus that comes to town because the result in Iowa can really set the tone and it can give a candidate some momentum.
1: There are more primaries that'll happen after that in January and February, but the big date to know is March 5th, which is when 15 states do their voting.
2: It's called Super Tuesday, and it's a huge moment for determining the candidate,
1: and the rest of the primaries will wrap up in that month. The next step after that is for the candidate who has been voted up in those primaries to be confirmed at the Republican National Convention, and that is going to happen in mid-July next year. And from there, it's onto the general election campaign for the entire American voting population to choose who they want as president. But Claire, we haven't yet talked about the candidate on the other side from the Democratic Party. No, and this is the bit of
2: nuance that we mentioned earlier. Uh, Joe Biden is their president and he's going to run for re-election. And that's pretty much that. But there are two other Democratic candidates. Marianne Williamson is an author and a former spiritual advisor to Oprah Winfrey. Uh, and Robert F. Kennedy Jr., he's an anti-vaxxer who is a nephew of the former president, John F. Kennedy.
1: So it's not entirely a done deal for Biden, because there is that primary voting process to go through on the Democratic side. But the usual practice is that if a sitting president wants to be re-elected, they will be the one that gets their party's endorsement.
2: Yep. So we need to see that play out, um, which means that at this point anyway, 2024 is shaping up to be a Trump versus Biden rematch at the 2020 election.
1: But Alex, it's not over till it's over. It never is in American politics. And that is your shortcut to picking America's presidential candidates. Now, on to our recommendations. Each week, we give you a recommendation for further reading, watching or listening. And this week, I would like to shout out 538, which is a media company in the US that collects a lot of polls and makes these races really, really easy to follow. We will link to their page for the Republican National Primary.
2: And also, of course, another mainstay when it comes to American politics is the website Politico. Uh, This time around, at this point anyway, they've got a really great interactive website and there's lots of learning that you can do about all the different candidates.
1: And that is it for us. If you like what you heard, please tell people about the podcast. And if you have any requests, you can send them through to hello at thesquiz.com.au.
0: Watson, co-host of News Club and The Weekly Wrap, jumping in here to say thank you for listening to our podcasts first and foremost. And if you like them, we'd really appreciate it if you could share them. Tell your mates about us, tell your family, tell your barista, tell your hairdresser, whoever you think might be interested in the news that we cover. You telling people about us is still the number one way we grow. Thanks in advance.